I'm a true to green. You might know me from things like Bayfest, Gostin Abbey, and Clover. Welcome to the Intruder Green Podcast. It's the last episode of uh, me and Matthew's little crossover thing, you know, with uh, I'll Take a Shot at That. Uh, did it while we were on tour, and I'm already back on tour, as some of you probably know. Um, actually, in Asbury Park tonight, we just did a show, and it was pretty good. Uh, you know, there's no more lanes, so that's a bummer. Uh, we didn't even play at the Stone Pony this time. We did it at the House of Independence, and it was real good. Uh, a lot of cool people came out, and we had a good time. Uh, I think I might have pissed off a friend of mine who came out to see me, and I uh, didn't have time to hang out, and I feel bad about that, but that's just kind of how it goes on the road. Uh, but I'm sorry, and I uh, hope I can make it up to her someday. Anyway, uh, got to give a shout-out to the Patreons. I love you guys, and uh, thank you for sticking in with me in this uh, little drought. Uh, of coming out with shows, but I got a bunch of stuff in the tank, and hopefully I'm going to come out with stuff more rapid fire real soon here. Uh, Luke Ellis, Elizabeth Bernards, Ayla Ree. I feel like she's changing her name like uh, every couple of weeks. Um, Ayla, I'm going to give you a birthday shout out soon too, because I know you probably didn't like being just called pink, <laughs> even though that's what you signed up as. So, uh, you know, you get a get out of jail free card or something, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Heather Royston, John Nicholas, James Michael, Lamar Irvin, Edward Donald, Calvin McGolder, Roland. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I know we just uh, met the other, the other night at one of the shows. I don't even remember what city it was in, but it was recently. And uh, it's cool getting to meet all you guys. Um, we also got Von Cotton, Chelsea McNally, Jared Estep, Carlos Hernandez, and Christy Antihero. Uh, I love all you guys and uh, everybody who's on the lower tiers, too. Yeah, you're still making this happen, and I really appreciate that. Um, as I said, I'm on tour, and uh, it's not so easy to get this stuff done, but I did have some opportunities to uh, you know, interview some other people. Like uh, I'm trying to get all of the bands that we're on tour with. We got a lot of good ones, and uh, they're real cool. I definitely got, uh, you know, you can look forward to, we got the Young Rochelle coming up. And uh, I'll try to get direct hit before they're not on the tour. We just played our first show with Ramona, and they're real cool. So hopefully we'll get in with them. I also got a little call-in action. And then uh, somebody hit me up on uh, Twitter. Of all places, fucking Twitter. Who would have thought? Um, I don't even wasn't even sure I should keep my account on Twitter going, but apparently people listen. So that's cool. Um, I don't want to keep you guys... Uh, too entertained with my monologue here because it's a long show. Uh, so anyway, I want to show. Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from Intruder Green. An inmate at the Neural Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1. Oh, 
What's up and welcome to the third and final part of our crossover tour report. I am Matthew Hendershot from I'll Take a Shot at That. And once again with me in the studio. I'm a Twitter Green. That's right, from the Twitter Green podcast. We have been out on the road with Master Shooter for a month, and in the past couple episodes, we've been running down each of the shows, uh, sharing with you some experiences, and just uh, in general, waxing poetic and uh, nostalgic about the road that we were just on. And when we left, oh, I guess we need to do the thing. Oh, yeah, we want to talk about our social medias yeah, and stuff, Yeah, right? go, go ahead. Yeah, so I'm intro to Green on all the social medias. Got the Twitter, got the Instagram, got the Facebook. Um, you can also hit me up on my Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Green. Um, you know, you can uh, hit me up on all the other things, too. Just look at fuck, fucking Google Intruder Green. You'll find something there. And uh, if you want to call into my podcast, uh, it, the number is one 608 535 9608 and you can leave me a message and I'll talk about whatever you want to talk about instead of just what I want to talk about. All right. <laughs> I'm not near cool enough to have uh, my own call in line yet. We'll get there. Yet, but we'll, we'll figure, figure that out. Uh but if you do want to connect with I'll take a shot at that, you can do so by going to I'll take a shot at that.com or just shot at that.com where you can find links to all our socials, archived episodes, contact information, etc. etc. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at shot at that or just slash shot at that to add it to the URL. And you can of course support our show by uh, visiting patreon.com slash shot at that to become a patron for as little as one dollar or euro a month so thanks for all of that and you just uh you got yeah. upset you forgot something that we were supposed to talk about on a prior episode i think so what, go ahead what is well it? it's not that big of a deal but i wanted to address the crazy lady that we encountered in uh southampton right so the last gig of uh, our uk line yeah. in southampton yeah. There was a crazy lady. There was a crazy lady hanging out backstage. I'm going to let the cat out of the back. There were a couple of crazy ladies. There was there. a lot of crazy ladies there. But this one was like, I don't know. She she was either wasted or like just had some like some some weird chemicals going on in her brain. Because uh, I was like in a bathroom sitting on a can. And all of a sudden I hear these, these banging sounds. And I'm like, oh, that must be one of the bands like doing something weird. You know, I was like, are the dopamines here? Because it <laughs> sounds like some shit's getting fucked up. Uh, but then I walked out and like, oh, no, it's just some lady. Huh. That's weird. And I like proceeded to go sit down in the green room. was like having a beer or something. And all of a sudden I hear it again. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I go up to this lady is like just like in the corner, like looking down at her bag, but like staring also at the door. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? She was just being all kinds of crazy. Yeah, she was slamming stuff around. Uh, when I got up there later, she kept saying, uh, I can't find my shit. I can't find my shit. And I was like, yeah, lady, you've definitely lost your shit. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's not what you mean. But she had her phone like thrown on the ground and her keys thrown on the ground and her wallet was there. And yeah. I'm like, what shit are you talking about? Are you talking about drugs? You're talking about drugs. Like you've lost your drugs. You can't find your drugs. Right. That could be a thing. Guess what? I know where they are. You took them all because you're out of your goddamn brain right now. That's right. She and should it, be having a good time. She came into the green room, didn't she? Yeah, she invited came into the green room, just green invited room. itself right in, sat, sat down next down, to you. Had some chips. <laughs> Did she? Yeah. Oh, jeez. I thought she was going to take a beer. Yeah. It was super awkward. We yeah. had no clue what to do with that lady. It was pretty weird. Um, Eventually, some dude who, I don't know, maybe they're like dating or something, came and got her and like, 
let her into her apartment? Because apparently the whole deal was she was locked out. I don't think so. No? I mean, I don't know. I don't think she was locked out. I think that was just like part of it. The the, the fact that she was handling it so poorly was, uh, you know, something else. (laughs) But uh, I think that was like the reason she was around in that area. And then like she just... I don't, didn't know how to a phone operated anymore or something and like couldn't figure out the fact that like hey if you're uh stuck in a shitty situation you should uh ask somebody for help or uh you know like because we kept asking her like if she needed help and she's she like no know. you can't help me you can't help me <laughs> like you're right we yeah can't i help guess you. but uh you are in our fucking space so how about you uh either help yourself or get the fuck out of here <laughs> jeepers <laughs> But we got the fuck out of there and ended up going back to the mainland and kick off the last mainland run of the tour with a super cool, super cool festival, Brack Rock. Yeah. Um, Brack Rock. Yeah, that was the, the Brack Rock Eco Fest. Yeah. So everything's like eco-friendly and stuff. That was rad. Like Belgium. It was in Belgium. That's right. Uh, it was at- Belgium a, is rad. The site. Bel- I love Belgium. Big fan. Big yeah. fan. Um, but uh, it was at the site uh, in Dufel of a, uh, a an ancient castle. Yeah. So there was like a lake and a moat, and all the merch was uh, set up around this castle. And we, yeah, Mast Intruder played a kick-ass set at the side stage, followed immediately by Less Than Jake. That's right. Um, well, that was the one with the house, right? Where like the green room was in the house. Was it in a house? It was like a, a, a I thought it was like a hotel because there's yeah, like, like a, a restaurant. Yeah, upstairs. that's right. A restaurant. But it upstairs. was like in a residential area, which right. was weird because it was like you go to an area with a with a festival's happening, and it's like just you kind of feel like you're in an outside field almost. But but yeah, that castle was in the middle, and then like to get to the green room, you walk through like a neighborhood. Yeah, it's like a cul-de-sac. Yeah, yeah. Like fifteen minute walk away from the venue. Yeah, yeah. Which was fine. It was still beautiful and everything. Um, I remember they had a lot of good beers for us because Mm -hmm. like they gave us I mean, you could get whatever you wanted, but they had like some real good Belgian beers, which is great for us because I I swear to God, every time we go to Belgium, usually, if we're just playing normal shows, it's like, Oh yeah, welcome to Belgium, the place where all the good beer is. Now have a Jupiler. Jupiler forever. I guess this is all right. But it's like, (laughs) how about that real good stuff that you guys actually like, you know, (laughs) like the stuff that the monks make. And they were actually giving it to us this time. Yeah. And that was amazing. They were, you know, it was like fucking free green room beers too. It was like, holy shit. Yeah, some of the best beers. Um real good food as well. At that festival. We ate really nicely. Um, and that was my first time to see, uh, I saw that caught the set of Teenage Bottle Rocket and it was oh, my, yeah. my first time to see that. Them. Was... <laughs> and they slayed. I, it was they, so good. You think they slayed? I thought I, they slayed. I think, uh, if, if, if you had to ask Ray about it, he would say that was a pretty lame show for them. Why, why you think so? I don't know. They were just, uh, he, he was, uh, cause I mean, that was where like the guy was like getting on stage right in the middle of him do, trying to do a thing. I don't know. They, they, he was definitely like had to take the piss out of some, uh, some of the crowd, right? I, which I, I did get some of that, but I thought it added to the show because they have that very null, like, uh, I don't want to call it like a nonchalant attitude, but a very contrarian punk rock attitude. Like, yeah. I, I think his, his statement for the last song of the night was, uh, this has been real dumb and boring, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then they just kicked ass uh, for the last song, and um, yeah. the audience was super into it, but. 
I thought that their energy on stage was great. I thought their performance was great. Uh, I think they have a lot of fun for like, like putting on the personas of cool guys. Yeah, exactly. Like trying to be real cool, but they were definitely having fun. Yeah, and I think and, that was their first uh, show in Europe too, or something like that. Like they came in, fucking. Yeah, because they were going to Blackpool the next day. They like, yeah, I talked to Cody earlier and he they literally had flown in, gone straight to the fest, to that festival, were there for only like a few hours before they played and then as soon as they had got rebellion. done, they had to go take the ferry or the tunnel over the Rebellion Festival. Mm. So they were like really uh man, that's that's the that's the that's a good way to get yourself real f- Tour fatigued, real yeah, fast, right you know? off the bat. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely super enjoyed their rendition of the punchlines. Uh, a bear walks into a bar. Oh yeah, that's great. Uh, that was a, a great highlight. And I don't know, there was a, I don't know if it made it to public consumption or not, but it definitely floated around our personal chats. I don't know if we're allowed to let the cat out of the bag. Oh, who was but in the, the bear? bear suit? The bear did come out. I think it was pretty obvious. With a with a well, it was obvious if you pay any attention. I think yeah, because some of the, the dance moves. moves were the same. Yeah, but uh, yeah, during the big pause, yeah, uh, a bear walked out onto stage. A bear walks into a bar uh, with a with a beer and a shot of whiskey. Stage. Yeah, and and he delivered it to, uh, to the band. Yeah. And then commenced to dance for the rest of it. And it uh, right. turned out it was the one and only Officer Bradford. That's right. In the bear suit. That's right. Uh, so that that was definitely a, a highlight moment for me uh, from yeah. that show. I mean, I didn't even know that was him when it was happening either. But then I saw some of his moves. I'm like, huh. Yeah, when he what did like the starfish, <laughs> when he did the starfish jump. Yeah. No, I think that was the giveaway. That's that's his that's his <laughs> signature move at this point. Um but uh yeah that that festival was great uh we got to see you know like friends again and hang out with some cool people i saw a friend irena from uh, the netherlands who you know she's from amsterdam and i uh, was good to see her again and uh oh our, our other friend uh alicia from uh fucking australia mm. which is like crazy but uh you know yeah. Again, my buddy North was at that show. Oh, yeah, uh, my, everybody. Uh, my friend Sophia was at that show. Yeah. Uh, she's from Sweden. So that was cool to to run into to her there as well. Like, yeah, it was just rad. The pairs were back on that bill, so we were That's hanging right. out with them in, in merch area. My highlight of that day, though, was what came after the show. Do you remember that? Yeah, absolutely. We, we walked I remember. through <laughs> small town Defel. Well, we didn't even walk that far. I remember when we were going to, ho- going to the hotel... Tom was like, we we drove by this fucking bar and they had a huge Dufel sign out front. I don't know what the actual bar was called, but he just goes, that looks like a good place to have a drink. And I'm like, huh, yeah. Oh, and yeah, we did try to, we we, did do some walking before that. We got fries. Yeah. But this place was like real close to the hotel and like we kind of went out to this like water area and there were like some bands playing and I'm like... I don't know. This seems a little rowdy for me. I would kind of like to fucking just sit down and chill and not be around a bunch of loud music right now because I'm an old guy and I don't give a shit no more. <laughs> but uh, so, you know, we had a drink there and it was real good, real good Belgian stuff. And then, yeah, we kind of wandered back to that place. You, you weren't mentioned. with us. You weren't with us when we got the fries. No, I split up with you guys because I really that wanted to go to that other place. Me and Blue and Red. Yeah. Uh, went out. And it was funny because when we took off, it was me and Blue and Red and Dave Nobody and uh office bradford yeah and we all started walking and we were like well we're gonna go this way because we got a tip that there was like 
a train car that's serving French fries, right. or not Belgian fries, yeah. uh, right over <laughs> here. Yeah. And and uh, Dave Nobody and Officer Bradford, who were super looking for exactly that, we made a left, and they were like, yeah, well, we're going to go this way, because uh, according to the map, like the center area is over this way. Yeah. So we went a block and immediately hit like Freet Heaven. Yeah. Oh, God. They were I know, because so we met good. up with you guys again, and you still had some, and that was so fucking delicious. I remember Red and Blue didn't have any money. I was shelling out all the money for all the fries and all oh, the shit. dips, and it was like... Uh, it cost nothing. It was so cheap. It was like six euro for yeah. for a mountain of fries. And then we got like six varieties of dips yeah. to dip all the fries in. And they were sending pictures that were like really beautiful pictures of like the dome, yeah. uh, the church in town, and like some touristy <laughs> shit, but, but no, no fries. Fucking <laughs> and what we sent back was just this mountain of fries to yeah. them. And it was like, you guys made the wrong turn. That's right. But and then we all did meet up in that uh, Belgian bar and we drank a bunch of Belgian beer. Yeah, that that was so great because it was like that menu was so huge, like s- literally hundreds of beers. Yeah. And... I, I I don't I don't fucking know what these things are. Like they had descriptions of them, but it was like too much to read. So I basically just fucking opened it up to a page, put my finger down, and I was like, I'll take that one. And you know, you, I don't think you could. There's probably like one or two bad choices on that menu, but I think they're harder to find. Yeah, I mean, good choices. Belgian beer, man. It's it's something special. It really yeah. is. Do you have a favorite? A favorite Belgian beer? Yeah. I mean, not really. Uh, probably probably one of the ones I had that night, but I don't remember what they were called. So there's there's a Belgian beer that I really like called Kintine. Oh, yeah? And I, I, I'm hoping it's the right one uh, because what I, I think, if I'm getting it right, Kintine is like um, it's got a, a witch on the cover okay. or on the label. And it's yeah, like witches. It's like witches brew. Oh yeah. And the story behind it is, you Make know that good ass stuff. You know that a lot of like Belgian beer, right, is made by monks. Yeah, that's right. The Trappist beers. Uh, yeah. And the Kintin is made by nuns. Oh and yeah. It's, so it's one of the few that are made by the ladies that. instead of the men. That's right. Um, and and I think that's super cool and and it's delicious. So oh, Kintin yeah. with a witch on it, I think. Excellent. The, another really really good one is the Cuvée du Trolls. Okay. Which is like the little trolls. Oh uh, yeah, their their special mixture. That's right. So that's a good. You got to answer a riddle to drink the beer. Yeah, or they steal your wallet. Ooh. Oh no, wait, that was blue. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm. Allegedly. All right. Well, where were we next? We did Dufel uh, and then Köln. Köln. So yeah. Helios thirty seven in Köln. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember. We did this already, right? We tried to figure out what well, the that show was, was. That was where we played with Good Riddance. Oh, that's right. Uh, because they missed the Brack Rock, uh, their set at Brack Rock, right. which was a big bummer. Uh, a Good lot of Riddance people were super pulley. pissed. Uh, Good Riddance and Pulley, yeah. And it was funny because they, they realized that like right before we were supposed to play and the guy wanted to go out on stage and announce it and make the announcement <sighs> mm-hmm. like right before our fucking uh set started and uh another shout out to our, our wonderful tm tom he shut that shit He's down like, hell no he was like no nope, you do it after you do it after yeah that's before right before less than jake plays yeah right <laughs> well i mean granted it they did it like 
after our set ended. So you still had uh, a, yeah. like, like some time before they played. Well, there was a super cool thing about that too because in that spot, uh, I heard later um, our buddy Joe McMahon, yeah. they Smoke or Fire played the oh, main stage. Yeah. And then Joe McMahon and the band went to the small stage and basically they filled in the good riddance slot but also uh, playing Joe McMahon's music. Also, one of the slots got filled by our buddies, the Price Doofkies. The local band. Local band. So uh, they're good. from Belgium and... Uh, it. I was kind of bummed that we had to leave, kind of like while they were playing, because they were just fucking ripping that crowd a new asshole. Yeah. Like they In were prime just spot. killing it. Prime yeah. spot. And it's so good for those guys because they're a great band, great dudes. Um, you know, Ricky had a big fucking bike accident a little while back and like very life-threatening and he's back in it now so it's like really cool for him and uh yeah i was really happy that those guys got that opportunity and uh it's cool that is that is super cool yeah but anyway back to uh Cologne. so we did meet up with good riddance yeah we met up with good riddance and and uh once they finally got their asses over there super cool group of guys by the way the dudes in good riddance and their crew um yeah, once uh, once they got sort of over the stress of arrival, yeah. um, they relaxed quite uh, quite nicely with us, and uh, that was a really good show. It was. It was the hottest fucking green room of the tour, I think. We got some really good food. It was the hottest green room of the yeah. tour. Yeah. Like the green room was upstairs. There was no air conditioning, of course, and it's like a, a squatted uh, industrial park. Yeah, but then it's like the green room is upstairs, and then it's like it was even worse, closed off, and just. <laughs> Oh, I just you know it was a lot nicer to just hang out outside. But um, the other thing that I remember about that green room is it was kind of attached to the merch area, and in that back right. room area they had on the PA system somebody put um, like a Bob Marley CD when we were loading in. Yeah, uh, like greatest hits of Bob Marley some or something like reggae. that. Yeah. Uh, well, it was Give good me ass some reggae, like really good ass reggae. The first time that the album played through, but then they never came back and changed the record, and it just played on repeat. Yeah. From about four in the afternoon to about <laughs> two o'clock in the morning. That's right. <laughs> That's Keeping a lot of reggae. everybody nice and iry or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's about it for that show. I mean, it was it was good. What did we do? Um, we went out after. I got uh, a really nice uh, pizza in Colton. Yeah, that's uh, probably true. Tom and I went and took, took a walk during that show and got a pizza. Yeah. I think everybody else got some dinner. Dinner, yeah. I don't remember. I don't, I don't think I ate nothing. Man, Red fell in love with the dinner on this tour. Oh, he sure fucking did. Between him and Dave Nobody. He acted like he'd never had it before. Yeah, between him and Dave Nobody, they were eating the hell Red out of Red acted like donut. he'd never been to Europe before or toured <laughs> it. It was weird. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. Then we played in uh We moved on from Cologne to Lindau, yeah. which this was a cool show. Yeah, this was definitely a milestone for us. Um I can let you say why, and then I'll say why it was a milestone. Uh, all right. What, what am I, how am I supposed to guess what your milestone is? Oh, because I think we're on the same page with it. Oh, uh, well, this was a show where uh, Mass Intruder was the warm-up act. Yeah. And then the direct support was, again, our buddies in Good Riddance. Yeah. And then the headliners for that night were uh, the Descendants. That's right. So. And that was a long time coming for us because, you know, uh, Stephen Edgerton fucking... Uh, he mastered one of our EPs, and then the last one was done. I don't know if, 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 if fucking uh, who did it, but it was at the Blaster Room, and uh, we we heard say that Milo's a fan of the band and all this stuff, and it's like we've played festivals with those guys before and been around them, but it's always a weird thing where it's like 
you know, I don't know. They're, they're fucking punk rock legends. Can I say hi to them? I don't know if I can. Mm-hmm. And and then like they, they they they're too busy, so they don't say hi to us. But this was a chance, and we finally got to like hang out with those guys. Yeah, it and was have conversations and stuff. Yeah, it was super cool to get to meet them. They're super level headed. Milo is smart as fuck. Oh yeah. And uh I actually, you know, was bold enough in that situation to say like, hey guys, I'm here. I'm just taking some pictures. Uh do you mind if I shoot the show? And they were like, yep, totally cool. Just don't get behind the band and don't get in the way. So I think I got some really great shots. Uh I'll probably publish them to the Patreon. Um and then link some stuff in the Instagram as well of uh, some stuff with the Descendants because that was a super cool night. Hell yeah. Uh, another just really, really hot room though. Yeah, it was. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was nice. I went outside to eat dinner and it was like, oh yeah, this is nice outside. And then as soon as you go inside, it's just like, ugh. Also, awesome tip of the hat to Club Vaudeville for their catering. Um, because they do a really cool thing there where uh, everybody works together. And so at yeah. 6 o'clock when they serve oh, dinner, yeah, everything stopped, that. and everybody had dinner together. That's right. And it was like a great vegan spread, and they put out like tomato gazpacho that was delicious. And they had done a really cute thing with the menu where each of the dishes, they had used uh, songs from the three bands that were on the bill yeah. and like changed the words uh, to be uh, related to... Yeah. To uh to the food that was eating. That's right. Uh, so that was that was really cute. They uh, named the food after the song. The food, basically. Yeah. yeah, they named the food after the song, and they were all puns. And I'm a big yeah. pun guy. I love it. <laughs> so I'm that, a real pun guy. All right. <laughs> I like to consider myself very punny. <laughs> all righty, let's move on then. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, the next one, uh, the next day, was weird. Because we were like, hey, we got a day off. Let's go to fucking Punk Rock Holiday real nice and early. Have a real good time and get wasted. Yeah. And then uh, turns out we had some troubles with the van. Yeah, you can't really drive over the Alps uh, when the van don't work. Yeah. Um, Still, uh, I think the jury's still out on what the actual deal was there. Um, Other than we we just kept losing power. Uh, So we got stuck in Austria for a day. Which, uh, honestly, wasn't that bad. No, that we, we, I don't even remember the name of the town that we stayed in. Yeah, uh, I because I don't think, it, I don't even know if it had a name. It yeah, might have just been did, like exit 138 off yeah, of the highway right. or something. Right. Because it was tiny as fuck. Yeah. But we But it was also up, beautiful. It was, it was like uh, this quintessential, uh, Bav- not Bavarian because it's Austria, but like Austrian. Like Heidi, Like man. little village. Like Sound of yeah. Music bullshit. Mountains yeah, exactly. and green grass and lakes and yeah, it was gorgeous. And everybody was real friendly and everything. And, uh, you know, yeah, just surrounded by the mountains and everything. Um, oh, we went to that crazy, um, that crazy guest house and had dinner that night. That's right. That was like the one of the best oh, meals I ever had. So good. So good. Where I had like pork medallions in mushroom gravy sauce. Yeah. The I think blue and red had like cordon blue schnitzel. Yeah. And you had some deer, right? I had yeah, Jäger schnitzel. No, that wasn't Jäger schnitzel. No, you're right. It was uh it was You had the Vilda the deer. Yeah. The venison goulash. Venison, yeah. Oh god, you had the best dish of the night. But I like I was, you know, I think it's a real cool thing when they when they offer deer on a menu in Bavaria or well in Germany or Austria cuz it's always like uh, they don't find those deer 
they're haunting him and stuff. And then it's like, oh, well, maybe he had a kind of a good life before this. It's also just different. Like, you know, you can get beef and pork everywhere, but like dinner's not, or deer's not like as readily available as other stuff. So I like to try to get it whenever I can. Yeah. And it was definitely the, the best choice uh, as far was, as I'm concerned that night. It was night. so good and it tender. But that was really cool because uh, we got there and uh, those ladies were like, do you have a reservation? Yeah. We're like, uh, allegedly. Yeah. And they were like, no reservation, no table. And then took off. And we just kind of stood there and waited oh, yeah. for a while. Oh, yeah. It seemed like they were being real rude to us. But I, I mean, that's also kind of like a. Well, they were. Bu- that place thing. was popping off busy. They yeah, only had they about 20 tables in the whole place. Yeah, yeah. And every one of them was full. Mm-hmm. And we just sort of stood there because we didn't understand if they were like, oh, you're not getting a table or you're just going to have to wait. Right. And so we waited around for a little bit. And then out of nowhere, they were like, okay, we have one we can give you outside, yeah. which is where we wanted to sit anyway. So right. it worked out great. Yeah. And then they were super friendly. So that was nice. I did a backflip on that trampoline at the hotel too. Oh, really? That was my my crowning athletic moment of the tour, I think. That's cool. Um, I didn't hit up the trampoline. I probably... Yeah, the hotel... probably a good thing I didn't. I would have hurt myself. This place was so uh, off the beaten path that the it hotel... Called a, a, it's like a Jufa? Jufa, yeah. But it, it was, was like, like a youth, youth. Well, it was like a family hotel. Yeah, it had like little shit for kids to play on and yeah. like trampolines in, in the backyard and like little rocking horses that you could rock on. And it was like mm-hmm. super family friendly. Yeah. But also super cheap. Super cheap. Yeah, which is why we, we, we took it. Um, and then, you know, shout out to Nomads of Prague. Our, oh, yeah. A backline and van rental company. Because uh, they really came through for us with uh, getting us another van, even though, like, all their stuff was, was booked out. They had to, like, definitely pull some strings for us. and uh, But they got it done. And uh, it really means a lot. You know, we were worried about making the next show. And they made sure we got there. And, uh, you know, they took care of us. They they took care of our, our accommodations and made sure we got a dinner taken care of and everything, like... Which, uh, you know, some people would say that's the standard. That's what they're supposed to do. Man, and I understand that. But there's definitely some companies out there that would not have done that. And uh, so, uh, you know, fuck those companies. Nomads of Prague is tight. Yeah, they were above and beyond uh, what would have been required, I think, for for normal customer service. And they did an amazing job of just arranging that shit and take care of it for us. So thanks to Nomads. If you are a band and you want to come to Europe and tour, I would definitely consider uh, starting off in Prague. Uh, hire Tom. <laughs> yeah. And uh, go with Nomads. That was That's pretty right. good shit. That's right. What else so about once, Austria? Once Nothing? we got the new van. Yeah. After the next day, the new van arrived and we flipped everything out of our van into the new van. Yeah. And then, of course, the exact same thing broke down in the new van <laughs> nearly yeah. immediately. It was it was so weird. Turned out to be nothing. Yeah. And we hopped over the border out of Austria into what is just stunningly beautiful Slovenia. Yeah. On the way to Punk Rock Holiday. It was amazing. And it was definitely the kind of drive that you do not want to have a dysfunctional van on. <laughs> Certainly. Because you're doing these like hairpin uh, fucking things down the side of a oh, mountain. shit. I forgot, man. We hit that guy in Belgium. Tom oh, hit that guy with the van. Oh, we forgot about that. Yeah, Tom. Uh, Tom killed a man. Yeah, he with totally a, just Old man on the bike. It was ugly. With our, with our van. <laughs> you know, he was like, look at that guy. I got to get him. Boom! And, swerved out of the uh, way and everything. He was up on the sidewalk. It was psychopath. crazy. Oh, that, none of this is true. That's not how it happened. This yeah, guy fell allegedly. completely on his own because he was going way too slow because he was drunk. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely yeah not with it. And then I was like, shit. 
well, we should probably help that guy. Yeah. So we, we helped him get up on his bike, but it was like, oh, dude, he's not. I don't even know if he's going to be okay now. Yeah. That guy was out of it. We thought it might have been our fault, but it turned out to totally be his fault. Yes, he was right. Not together. Yeah. And we didn't we didn't even come in contact with him. It was just a thing where we were pulling out and like oh, yeah, you know, no, we, we we're in a big ass van, so it was like making the gap that he could get through a little smaller. But he was like not really stopping, but like slowing way down to the point where it was like, have you, just get off your bike. Have you ever gone so slow on a bike to where you lose the center of gravity, you can't even keep the bike upright anymore? <laughs> right. That's what this guy did. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know. He just didn't know how to dismount properly. And he just kind of crumpled down and like slowly rolled onto the ground. But like in a way that like it was, was super just super awkward. awkward and all his shit went everywhere. And we're like, ah, oh, Jesus. Oh, man. It's like, I don't really feel responsible for this. But at the same time, it happened in front of me. So I guess I got to do something <laughs> so about do it. Do something kind. <laughs> yeah. Do a good deed for the day. But anyway, we arrived at Punk Rock Holiday after this beautiful drive through Sylvania. Uh, the mountains and everything. And Punk Rock Holiday... Yeah. Is like paradise. Fucking beautiful. Wow. And we got there early enough to where we kind of just had the day to ourselves. Yeah. Um, we, we we got to do some stuff. Yeah. I went off and I met up with uh, our uh, my really good friend, uh, Steph. Yeah. I think you know Steph. Of course. She's been on the podcast. Oh, yeah. That's right. Steffi. Um, so, uh, yeah. Met up with her and she kind of gave me like the guided tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love going to festivals with Steph and I love going to concerts and, and partying with her because she definitely kicks over into like band mom mode. Oh, yeah. And she's just like, do you want something to eat? Do you want a beer? Do you yeah. want to go get in the river? Do you want to float this? And then it's just like, it was awesome. Yeah. I got in an inflatable donut and <laughs> I, I got into like nine degree water. It was cold as balls. It was pretty cold. It was nice though. I, your body got used to it after a while. Yeah, it was definitely not. I've been in colder water where I was like, "All right," I had to be in there for a while for my body to get used to it, and then I was like, "I don't know if it's a good thing that my body's used to this." Right, right. But this was good. This lower, was like lower level. This was of like hypothermia. refreshingly cold. Mm. Like uh, after how hot this whole tour had been, right? Like, that was nice. Uh, so in in the spirit of just saying yes to everything that day, because it was like, hey, do you want to go to the campsite? Yes. Hey, do mm-hmm. you want to get in the river? Yes. Hey, do you want to float down the river to the to the beach stage? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then I was doing some drinking and doing some being out in the sun. And uh, as we were taking the stage, right, Mass Intruders taking the stage, and I uh, I was going up there with my camera, there was somebody on the side of the stage that extended their hand. Yeah. And that recognizable little rolled up cigarette paper. Oh, yeah. And that familiar smell. And he was like, hey, do you want some of this? He's talking about weed. And I was like, <laughs> yes, because I've said yes to everything today. So, yes, I do. And I took a hit of it. And he did the thing that every casual weed smoker never wants to hear. Oh, yeah. Because as soon as I took a rip off of that, he leaned forward and he was like, have fun. Oh, God. And everything after that moment is a little bit fuzzy. Yeah, all right. Because whatever that was, that was either some of the best weed I've ever had in my entire life, yeah. or there was something else going on in there, because I was definitely in a different plane of existence for a while. Yeah, it sounds good. Um, and I think that after a short nap in the green room, yeah. in which the dopamines were playing football with the refrigerators, <sighs> yeah. uh, those guys are crazy, huh? Well, yeah, I guess. Or crazy fun, way. but like... Oh. You know, like madcap, the, the mad, you could like leave the, a, say that, but without the, the last word, 
It's just crazy. Yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, yeah, they like to to to, to get drunk and terrorize their friends, basically. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they were like pulling the fridges, the refrigerators out of the green rooms and put them in, in the hallway because that was a good time and tackling them. Yeah, apparently that happened too. So I don't know. I, I they got they definitely got yelled at. I don't know if they got like rep reprimanded any other way yeah um but that was also the day they were real happy they were really excited because they uh they got stiffed on their payment from the previous show because they got too drunk to play oh shit yeah that sucks <laughs> yeah that sucks oh uh, uh, the bass player john right uh yeah threw his bass into the river that's right um, which you know i get that it was the last show a tour and he's like hey i'm gonna do this fuck this bass but then apparently somebody went after it. Yeah, their tour manager. Yeah, and he had his cell phone. So his yeah. cell phone's fucked. And I'm like, dude. Gotta can, let it go. You can Other you can people's let the crazy go. decisions. Well, yep. also, you know, you go find a base in the river, fucking dry that shit out and see if it still works. But it's not like leaving it in the river for a couple more seconds is right. going to make a difference. Yeah, you didn't have to scramble with your wallet and your phone and all shit yeah. in your pockets. That's right. Um, we, we did have uh, the unique pleasure also at Punk Rock Holiday after my weird head trip uh, from smoking whatever that was uh, kind of subsided, but I was still really, <laughs> really out of it. But we sat down with uh, Jake from Jake and the Jellyfish. Yeah. Host of the Desert Island Punks podcast. That's right. And we gave him uh, kind of a, we had like a triple threat. That's right. So we did Intruder Green. I'll take a shot at that. Desert Island Punks. And apparently a whole lot of Intruder Purple. <laughs> yeah, Intruder Purple got involved. Because I had to go do a thing, and then she got involved. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it went a little off the rails there, but we, we can clean it up. Oh, and... I think we like threw her into a situation she didn't quite understand what was going on. Oh, yeah. And then we were doing loads of shots, because that was the trip. The, well, you had uh, that bottle of the straw dad, too. Yeah. Yeah, that got me going pretty 80... good, too. 80 percent, not 80 proof, 160 proof, 80 percent alcohol. That shit was rugs. nuts. Woo! We were lighting it on fire in Vienna. Oh yeah. I tried to do a big fireball, like blow it out, but the the lighter wasn't strong enough to do yeah. it. Um, but what we found out was if you poured it on your hand, yeah. you could light it and it would burn on right. the hand. Like it was completely flammable. Absolutely, shit. yeah. Uh, but uh, we did. It doesn't need to be nearly that strong to be flammable. <laughs> no. Uh. So yeah, 80 percent alcohol, overproofed rum. Mm -hmm. uh, we were doing shots of that, and uh, so look out for the Desert Island Punks podcast. And I'm gonna syndicate the episode, and I think you will too, Green. Oh, absolutely. Um, where we talk about our three, uh, because there was such a big group of us, we couldn't do all five, but we did three Desert Island records. That's right. Uh, and a book, and, and it's a cool podcast. So oh, you shit. just gotta go. I think I didn't check I, it out. I think I missed the book part. Yeah, I don't think you were there for the book. Go, go ahead and give it to me now. What would your book be? Oh, shit. I didn't think this through. Oh, well. <laughs> I don't know. How about... Uh, what would be a good one to read? Um, probably like a cool comic book or something. I don't know. Just a comic book? You'd be done with it in like Nin 30 minutes? Ninja Turtles. Yeah, but you keep looking at the pictures. That's the best part yeah, of it. Yeah, okay. I think I said I, I said the Tao Te Ching. The Book of Changes. Oh yeah, because um, I think that like that sort of centering. Uh, what about philosophy. like uh, Island Survival Guide? Right, that's what that'd, I want. That'd be a, how yeah. to escape a desert island. That's right. A handbook yeah. would be the good one to take. Yeah, uh, but that was loads of fun. So keep your eye out for that coming out. Um, probably after this episode on my show and uh, in the future for Intruder Green. And yeah. I know that uh, it's probably already out uh, on Desert Island Punks. Yeah, so. once we. 
release this, I, I it think, will be. I'm pretty sure for Punk Rock Holiday, uh, the name that he gave our group specifically with I'll Take a Shot at That uh, was Desert Island Drunks. Oh, yeah, probably. We were obliterated. That's, that's apt, is what the kids call it. So what do we got next? That was Punk Rock Holiday. That was that Punk Rock Holiday. Uh, we love we to go to that again. On the way out, we hit a car. That wasn't our fault. No, they hit us. They basically. hit us. We, yeah, we got stuck between a tour bus and a mountain, and yeah. then uh, backed into a car. But that actually turned out to be a little bit of a blessing more than a curse because yeah. the two daughters that were on vacation <laughs> with that guy were real cute. Yeah, that's they, true. There was a mother, and a by father. daughters we mean grown women who were just there with their parents. They were full adults. Yeah, they were with their parents. They were smoking cigarettes. Yeah, and they had tattoos. That's right. They were they were completely legal. And apparently they were getting real flirty with you. Yeah, I just kind of strolled over to see the damage to the car, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that that's uh, not so bad." I'm glad no, no one's hurt. Not so hurt. bad. It was like the 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 fucking. It broke like the fog light. Was about. Oh the really? Worst. Yeah. I didn't even uh, think that. I thought it was just the the uh, the bumper. No, nah, not the bumper. The fucking the license, license plate. plate. Yeah, yeah, no, it hit and it pushed into the bumper and it cracked the front of the fog light. Oh shit! It was a little bit of damage, but yeah, yeah I was just kind of like. You know, in that weird hangover state and sipping a lemonade. And yeah. I was like, so where'd you come from? And they're like, oh, we're from Holland. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. As they say. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, yeah, I want to get weird. It's like, oh, so what do you do? You just on vacation good. and uh, this and that. And yeah, that was, uh, they definitely left with smiles on their faces. And yeah. I had a smile on my face from well, chatting them up. And, and it was funny because they got a little competitive with each other. Oh, yeah. They were sisters. That's good. Uh, and uh, the younger one was chatting me, chatting up with me first. And yeah. we were having some talk. And then the older one came over and was like, oh, yeah, actually, I know about this, too. And I know about, like, you can go climbing over here and you can go paragliding over there. And the younger nice. one was like, wait, I'm talking with this boy. Why are you being, <laughs> why are you being like this? You and they got why. a little, they got a little right. feisty with each other. That's good. And I was like, all right. All right. <laughs> to steal an intruder green euphemism. I did All not right. get to meet those ladies. Um, I'm sure that I would have charmed them uh, into wanting to go on tour with us if I did. Or maybe just scared them off. Whatever. <laughs> uh, one of the two. But I did get to go. I, I, I fucked off and like, uh, you know, went down this path that we pulled off on to check it out a little bit. And there was a nice uh, bridge, like old timey bridge. Um, that was real wobbly and stuff going over this big ass stream that from water coming down from the mountains. I really just wanted to get in it and drink it and stuff, but uh, yeah, I couldn't. Th there wasn't like a good opportunity for that. Yeah, I definitely. But it was got, beautiful. Yeah, Slovenia is wonderful, and I, I will say that next year, regardless of what happens, hopefully it works out to where if Mass Intruder plays Punk Rock Holiday again, I can be back on the road with you guys. Yeah, or it bands. Uh, punk rock or otherwise if you're out there in the world you want a uh, photography videography you can hit me up uh i'm available for that kind of stuff but no matter what if i'm working or not i will go back to slovenia next year for the 10th anniversary of punk rock holiday oh hell yeah and and i heard a rumor last night that it might be the last one. Oh shit oh yeah because they're making like they're building a road through there or yeah so that's sad yeah, it's super shitty because I guess if they're building the road, then maybe it makes it more accessible. But they're building the road like right through, through the, the place that, part they, that you yeah, don't yeah. want it to be at. Through like where the stage shit would be. Yeah, which is fucked because that's like such a beautiful space. Well, and, I don't I don't want to get all Sierra Club here, but like 
you got to fucking have those beautiful spaces to right. make life uh, yeah. enjoyable, you know? Well, and uh, uh, apparently... pour concrete over it. Apparently, the, the residents of Tolman are yeah. not happy about this as well. Um, because, like, uh, like what goes on in Tolman? There's, like, some kind of cheese. There's a punk and then rock, there's punk rock holiday. Yeah. And they're, like, in that six days, they make all their money for the year. With all the hotels oh, and the restaurants yeah, and everything that's going on. So if that goes away, it's just going to be... A mess for the local community. Uh, that sucks. It does. They suck. should take up arms against their oppressive uh, overlords. But let's let's do it next year, man. Fuck if, yeah. if you're not playing, uh, yeah, or, or out on tour, here. let's let's go. And we'll I'll, I'm going to spend some more time and like really do the full experience. Camp out, get eat the food. Uh, yeah, you know, float, spend a lot more time in that river because I oh, think yeah. it had like healing properties. I wasn't feeling That's so what hot. Everybody says, yeah. I wasn't feeling so hot. I got in that water. I, felt I will. I will say that, like uh, having drank water from a stream coming down the mountains, it, it, from near that area, it's like that is the the cleanest, purest water I've ever experienced. Like you talk about this fucking bottled water. There's no way you're gonna buy bottled water from the store that's that like clean and pure and just. It's probably full of like minerals too, mm-hmm. but it's not like. You know, it's not like vitamin water, right? Where they pump it full of bullshit. It's like it's just like natural. Everything you want from nature, beautiful. It's wonderful. Lovely. So we had to say goodbye after only one day at Punk Rock Holiday to make our way to Vienna, Austria, uh, which was another really cool venue. Oh yeah, this arena place. It's like a big outdoor amphitheater like three bars inside the complex yeah. uh, w- two different music venues and uh and the main place that we played or the master Trudor played and I took pictures that was kick yeah. ass that was like the kick little kick ass venue little punk rock club yeah super tight show and uh after the show I mean the show was cool right it was yeah. hot it was sweaty. hot as fuck uh what I was surprised about um too is that we were the only band on a bill yeah but we still they said packed it was so hot. Yeah. Because like, they were so hot they, they didn't want to book more than one because it's too much for people to take, apparently. Right. But uh <laughs> a shit ton of people came out. Like I don't think we sold it out, but it was still a lot of people there. And we asked on stage like who had seen us before, and only like a few of them had. Right. So everybody just came there kind of like on a whim, like not knowing even who we were. Because I think that was another question, like, who who knows who we are? And nobody fucking knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that night, they were just like, oh, a band is playing. Uh, they look weird. Let's go check them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was good. Which I appreciate, you know? And in fact, uh, we have, I have, uh, I don't think you were there. I think you were running around doing something, shaking babies or, or whatever it might have been. But uh, um, I, I actually spoke to a couple of people who were at that concert afterwards. Yeah. Uh, we sat outside. I had a bit more uh, stroke. Stroke, yeah. So that's that when you got into over. lighting it on fire and stuff. Yeah, we were. So uh, I was trying to blow ba- fireballs of stroke, and uh, we had this conversation. So it's, a, it's about a ten minute little chat, uh, five or ten minutes here. Yeah. Uh, we'll play it for you now. Of, of some people, I asked them what they thought about the whole show to get some outsider's perspective of what a Mastin Truder show is like. Yeah. And there's a joke in here about stroke, uh, <laughs> which apparently has something to do with a German language pun. Uh, but I'll let it, it, it explains itself better. Yeah, I think that's the best um, way to do it. Don't explain the joke before they hear it. Yeah, so so take a listen to this. 
Thanks for listening to the Intruder Green Podcast. By now, you probably heard about our sponsor, Stupid Rad Merch Company. And if you haven't, then listen up, because I got to tell you, Stupid Rad Merch Company is a great web store with a bunch of your favorite bands at stupidradmerch.com. And if you're in a band and need some work done, they can get you totally covered for a modest price and super quick turnaround time. But don't just take it from me. Here's what the ladies from Bad Cop, Bad Cop had to say about it. Yeah, it comes you know. great ideas. It's always pushing, always moving. Simeon is delightful to work with. He's yeah. very responsive and professional. and It's the quality of the shirts. I like them. Yeah, high quality. High very, quality. Very well done. Very well done on the ink. It, it really feels is. like a family again. Yeah. It feels like it's it's a place where you can you can trust what's happening. And don't forget to use the code PRISON at checkout and get a 50% discount on all stupid red branded apparel that's p-r-i-s-o-n i think i don't really know how to spell but those are the letters they told me to say stupidradmerch.com So the podcast is called I'll Take a Shot at That. And the very first thing that happens is we have to take a shot. So I happen to have uh, this came, uh, this is Austrian. You probably know it. It's straw. It's actually what you use for 80% straw. Really? I was supposed to um, say, uh, hold on. Uh, Well, first, I I take a shot. And now we are, oh. Oh. <laughs> we take a shot, take a shot. It tastes like rumkugeln. It, it tastes like rumkugeln, it does not taste like rum. Yeah, it's uh, so sweet. How is that so sweet? <laughs> it's really gross, right? No, yeah. how is love it. So it. Now you like it? I, lo- I love it. So, I'm supposed to ask the question, maybe you can tell me uh, this joke, because I'm supposed to say, moment, so, uh, warum liegt hier ein Glück Stroh? What? What? <laughs> warum liegt hier Stroh? Ah! Warum liegt hier ein Glück Stroh? Uh, why are you wearing a mask? Uh, do, do you don't know what, what it is from? the sentence. It's from a German porn movie. <laughs> yeah. No, it, no, yeah. It's, it's yeah. from, yeah. from yeah. Switzerland. You, you from can Switzerland. actually find it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's yeah, it just goes on. He's asking the she's asking the question and he's suddenly like, just blow me one. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Why is there straw on the floor? Yeah. yeah. And why yeah. are you wearing a mask? And yeah. Blow me. So it would be really funny, I think, uh, because we're on tour with Mast Intruder. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. That they should all be wearing a mask. Yeah. yeah. And so that seems really good. So the follow-up is that you should blow me. That's that's the so I say the why is the straw on the floor? And I ask, why are you wearing a mask? And I say, it doesn't matter, you should just blow me? Yeah, and then I blow you. Okay. Uh, Let's introduce uh, everyone. Well, they are clearly busy. Why don't you tell people who you are? Uh, Well, I'm Jazzy. Jazzy? Kevin. Pizza. Max. And tonight uh, we're here in Vienna, Austria, Wien. Sorry. Uh, Does it annoy you when American people change the name of your home city? As long as you don't call us Germans. Or Australians. <laughs> Australians. <laughs> Australians, that would be a shitty one, I think. Yeah, but we get it a lot. Like, you're from Austria. Like, I'm from Austria. Wow, Australia. That's nice. That's not nice. 
I don't think people should do that. All right, listeners, don't fucking call Austrian people Australian. That's really offensive. Um, uh, we are here at Arena in Wien. And uh, tonight you all four were at the Mass Intruder show. Did you enjoy the show? Of course. We did. Well, awesome, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> What it would, do, you, do you know Mast Intruder before tonight, or did you just uh, show up at the show? Like, how did you come to be here? Um, I just looked it up and I saw the band picture of them, and I always like to meet new bands at a concert because at the concert you get to know how people are really are in a band. Uh, you know, on a on an album. You can always pretend to be someone else, <laughs> but at the concert you get really the feeling how people are, and I always like to try <laughs> some new music. And I just asked them, the, all the other three people, if they want to come along. <laughs> so you came sight unseen. You had never seen Mass Intruder before. Well, I trust Kevin. He has great taste. I listen to their songs in the subway on my way to here. <sighs> Never heard before, but very nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, can I ask you what was the most memorable point of the show for you? Like the thing, if you think now, take a moment, maybe take another shot. The straw is around. Pop it back open and take a shot at explaining to me the thing that you remember most right now from the show that you just saw. And you took the first shot, so we'll talk to you first. The policeman, of course. Oh, Officer Bradford. Yeah, of course. Very, very nice person. Just through the whole show, him as a person? Yeah, or was completely insane, just funny through it all. I like it very much. Okay. Did you take your shot? I did. All right, Pizza, tell me what's up. What do you remember most about the show? I would probably remember like my moment because they told the ladies to dance and I was the lady to, to dance. Yeah, you danced with Green yeah. tonight. Yeah, I did. And I really like how they how they interacted with the people with the with the um, with the people that were watching them. I really like that. Yeah, it's a really immersive experience, right? If they ever got to be like big band, I hope they keep that. Well, they they're a pretty big band. I, I would oh, hate oh, for I'm them sorry, to hear you say that. I don't know. Don't tell them I said that. Well, it's fucked now because you're on the <laughs> podcast. Sorry, you told them yourself. <laughs> And oh, wait, pass pass the bottle. Sorry, sorry. And do your shot first. And uh, what is the most memorable thing that you know from the show tonight? Here we go. Get uh, that. You don't want that. <laughs> well, I, I would have also said about uh, pro probably Officer Brannigan, but... Bradford. Bradford, Bradford. Uh, but just to point out... <laughs> Tom, another, come here. Maybe to point out another moment, I liked it, how quickly they build up a connection to the audience. It's always... It's always a hard thing in Vienna to build up a connection to the audience because we, uh, I don't know, it's re it's really hard to motivate Austrian people sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they I think it ju they just needed three songs. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, here, Tom. Tom, come here. How'd you like the stro, Tom? The stro? Stro, stro. Stro, it, uh, it tasted like melted down plastic bags no. siphoned through a diesel engine no. that breaks down for three days do it do and it. you drink it out of the fucking engine it tastes like a bottle of Everclear with um, with butterscotch I don't know what you're talking about Tom it. I think it's pretty delicious oh no, shit these are all wrong yeah, it's, it's my letter 
You like it too. Yeah. It's good. No, it's not That's the reaction right there. It's terrible, right? Like Tom just feels like it just siphoned a gas tank or something. No, it's All right, great. so I, I need you to pass that to her. And we're doing a shot of show. If I light this cigarette, will my mouth catch on fire? It's possible. <laughs> yes, definitely. All right, so your most memorable moment of the show tonight. Well, to be honest, I was just so embarrassed when they invited me to sing a song and I didn't know the song. Uh, I, I wished so hard that I would know, know the song because I wanted to sing with them. I thought it was nice. It this was is just, heart-shaped guitar. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to listen to all the songs and learn them by heart next time. I'm, next I'm time. I'm going to sing with you. Yeah. All right, we're going to look for you when we're back in yeah, uh, please Vienna. Yeah, please do. To have you sing Heart Shaped Guitar. I will Thank pass you. that along to the intruders. <laughs> Hopefully Which they are will. are not present at the moment. Because we wouldn't notice. I don't see any intruders around yeah. here. No, not a one. Who wants a shot? You want to do the last shots? Finish this thing off. I'm not taking it with me. I think it's great, man. It tastes like molasses and brown sugar. I mean, what, what, what proof is this even? Uh, 160 proof. Shut the fuck up. It's 80% alcohol. That's what the big 80 says on the front. It does not taste like a... No, 160 proof is like pure ethanol. Yeah, no. Drink it. it light that shit on fire. Do it. Let's light it on fire. I don't buy that something 160 proof yeah, could yeah, be this yeah, delicious. Wait, oh, wait, I'm gonna try something stupid. Should I try something stupid? Yeah. I mean, adventures, right? I'll take a shot. Let's see if I can do this. I don't know. Will it burn? It will. It will burn? Okay, I need somebody's help. No, I need, I, I seriously need somebody's help. So you gotta take this. This is the microphone and the recorder and this piece. Hold what that piece? real gently. That's what? that. Yeah, what? real What's careful. That? Okay. All right. So I'm gonna try this. Should I say something? All right. So. Wait. He wants to take a picture. Yeah. Okay. 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 He's gonna light the alcohol. Should I practice it once first? No. You should just do it. No. Ah! Don't drink. He's drinking all of it. Okay. It's. <laughs> that was crazy. That's a fuck. That that so that was loads of fun. Yeah. They, it, clearly, they it really enjoyed themselves at the show, and I have to say, uh, when that cute little girl looked me <laughs> in the eyes and said, she "And did. now I blow you," <laughs> I I'm, I melted a little bit. That yeah, was, I'm sure. Who wouldn't? Whew, I'm I'm getting warm thinking about it right now. Whew. Yeah, man. All right. I know. You want to go back to the Vienna. Right? Fun, fun tour memories. Well, I want to go back to Vienna anyway. We got some great friends there. I know, man. I love that city. It's such a cool place. Yeah. Austria um, is pretty great. But yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Next stop, Nuremberg. Nuremberg, which, which was awesome. This was uh, one I was really looking forward to because our buddy Nate lives there. He's an old uh, Wisconsin punk rock dude who uh, now owns Crazy Nate's uh I don't know. What is it? Cra Crazy Nate's West Coast Mexican. Yeah. Um, if you're ever in Nuremberg, you got to check it out. Uh, you can go on his website to check out the menu and everything. But it's like basically like a a board sport themed. Well, it's West Coast, right? So it's yeah, yeah. Southern so California style. There. Yeah. Skateboards and snowboards and yeah. re uh, vintage wrestling shit. That's and right. Super attention to detail decor and really, really delicious Mexican food, which I will say is really hard to find really fucking hard to find in germany in germany you know yeah. what speaking of what i went to the salon mexico truck and got tacos the other day oh, and yeah. they were bad oh i was like man you're supposed to be like 
He's supposed to be the one. Yeah, but it, it wasn't any good. Yeah. It's like just some shredded chicken on a taco. Like it didn't have any accoutrement. Huh. I couldn't get like hot sauce out of them. What like, the fuck? Maybe it's just because I wasn't speaking good German, but I was really disappointed. Huh. So like Salon Mexico, step your game up because yeah, Crazy Nate's. Right. Crazy Nate's might be coming to town one of I these days. Well, and they're going to take I, over. I, it's. It, I think it's going to be like part of my mission now. Because yeah, I, I fucking love that place, and yeah. Nate is a rad dude. Oh, he's one of the best. And I think we need to figure out, we need a location, yeah. and we need a couple crew. I've been trying to get my buddy uh, B-Money mm-hmm. uh, from New York City, who is a great cook, to yeah. come over here anyway. Yeah. So I'm going to like try and just try and hook this up. We'll get the, the Crazy Nate's franchise location That's right. set up here in Leipzig. But Leipzigers, you got to demand it. So start banging the social media, and let's hashtag bring Crazy Nate's to Leipzig. That's a long hashtag. Hashtag. Crazy Nate's Leipzig. Crazy Nate's Leipzig. Yeah. Sure. Maybe that'll work because then people are like, what does that mean? There is no Crazy Nate's in Leipzig. And we'll be like, exactly. Yeah, we got to bring one. Hashtag Crazy Nate's Leipzig. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Doing it. All right. Uh, but yeah, it was gro- good to see him again and eat his delicious burritos. Um, Nuremberg, also a cool show. And we found a really kick-ass local like Schlager bar. Oh, yeah. Wait. After. I'm not talking about butts. That was a long time ago. But the yeah, mono. It's called mono. Oh, that was that night. Yeah. <laughs> and we went into that local bar and it was funny because there were like six cute girls dancing. That's right. And then there was like a circle of like 20 German dudes yeah. just staring at them. They were them. trying to outchango each other. Yeah, outchango each yeah. other? I don't know what that word means. I hope it's not offensive. But uh, yeah, they were just being like big, tough, like. Gorilla, gorilla dudes be right. like, oh, I'm more dude than you. They that's were. Gonna, they that's were what's going to attract the chicks, you know? They were definitely doing that. And uh, and and what happened? We went in and we started dancing because it was a Schlager bar, but they were playing like American 60s yeah, rock yeah. and roll hits. Rock and roll. And so we just started dancing. Yeah. It's no problem for me to dance. Like, and if all you're the girls, dancing, I'm going to start dancing. All the girls started dancing with no us. No question. And we, yeah. up, we upset all the local dudes. Yeah, a lot of them left. They, a lot of them didn't leave. Which was fine with us. Yeah. Because that made more spaces in the bar to dance, and it was easier to get a drink. Yes, indeed. Oh, and man, that place had really good shots. They had the local schnapps, and then we were drinking Mexicana like it was going out of style at that place. Yeah, that's right. Oh, so nice that. Yeah. So shout out to Nuremberg. We'll be back because Oh yeah, I love Nuremberg. It's it's real pretty uh downtown area too. I don't know if you checked it out much. I didn't get to see too much of it. I did see some like yeah. the the walk between where the venue was and where the yeah. bar was and where the hostel was. But I think we just got to go back down there um for hanging out. Like go it's it'd oh, yeah. be worth a trip to Nuremberg to get Crazy Nate's burrito well, we, and to we, go we, back to Mono Bar and to just have like a good time we and also got to do got to do some uh, video stuff with Crazy Nate. Yeah, we should do that's some on my, That's on my docket. Oh, we got uh, oh, you're going to do like you're going to go cook a burrito in the kitchen? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. I got I ideas. like it. I like it. We'll, we'll talk about it off off mic, but All right, uh, sorry. Don't want to blow anything up. Yeah, you know. All right, cool. But who knows, who knows what we've announced by the time this uh episode comes out? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like we really have no idea. Future proof, <laughs> yeah, past proof. Okay. That's right. So we bailed out of Nuremberg, uh, coming around toward the last couple, and we went to Vilmar right. for a really cool festival that yeah. I had a lot of fun at, um, Tells Bells. That's right. Tells Bells was rad. It was like an outdoor thing. Lots of people getting down. Another another one of those like smaller, uh, maybe 700 people. Yeah, I'm having a real hard time remembering this one. Well, so we pulled in. Remember, there was nobody who could give us directions as to where we were supposed to go. 
And oh, we, we wait. ended up following uh, Less Than Jake's tour bus because we could see it over the fence. I thought that was the last one. Well, that was all. That was Italy. It was a disaster. Bayfest, yeah. Bayfest in Italy, the last one. But the one before, like Less Than Jake, uh, played right after us. Yeah. So we hung out with those guys again. Okay. Um, there was that crazy Lionheart, that super aggro oh, band yeah, that played. Yeah, yeah. Um, and oh, that was a good festival. Yeah, I mean, I we arrived. I had a real good time hanging out in the green room, basically. All the uh, we were only there for a little bit of time. We were right? only there for a little bit. We got there kind of late because yeah. it was a long drive, and we had to get to bed early because we had to go all the way to Italy. Right. The next day. Right. But the stage crew mm-hmm. were trash. Oh, that's right. They were right on par with the first uh, oh, festival. Man, to- were the, they the drunk? Yeah. They were yeah. right on t- on par with the Back to the Future crew. Yeah, they definitely. <laughs> I don't know. They might have been more drunk than the Back to the Future. Yeah, crew. probably. They were hammered. Yeah, and uh, but it was a cool scene, a cool place out there. And what was the thing that I wanted to say about it? I don't know. Um, I had a good. Uh, we were hanging out. Less than Jake. I think it was just that the, those guys were all trashed. Oh the, well, the right when we Jake got group. there. We we were all oh, kind of bumming because we were like, I wish we could have seen the Bennies. And it was like, I think they started like right after we show, pulled oh, up. Oh, that's right. And we pulled up right behind the stage. Right so the we're like, stage. let's go on stage and watch the Bennies. Yeah, went straight to the stage, saw the Bennies. Yeah. One of the first things that I saw was a guy being wheeled out on the on a stretcher. Oh, yeah. I, remember I saw seeing three that. people yeah. getting escorted out of that festival on, uh, on a stretcher by EMTs. Yeah, like, people were getting wild. Well, it the, was... It it wasn't the Lionheart band. It was this other hardcore band that played oh, right after right. the Bennies. That's right. And they were like, "We don't like borders and we don't like fences." So they sent security off. Yeah. And they just let everybody flood the yeah because the they were like, "Fuck this uh, barrier." Yeah, tear the barrier the stage, down. And which, people were coming. Of course, on. they couldn't tear the barrier down because that shit's solid in there. But yeah. they did manage to like fucking fall all over it. And I saw so many people try and stage dive yeah. and like. I know when you're jumping off the stage, you think that you have, you know, some gap going on, right? But it was about four feet, five yeah. feet. Yeah. Uh, I mean, of, you really got to be ready for, for it. Right. And and you got to, like, time that right. Like, you got to yeah. put your footsteps down and then, like, you're exactly. doing a leap and dive and people. And I saw one guy when, when I was like, all right, maybe I'll check this out from the side of the stage. I got up there. It was chaos. Yeah. And I watched one guy try and do it, and he didn't even make like armpits. Yeah, like that railing caught him square across the chest, Jeepers. and he hit, and he fell backwards into the pit where no one was, versus Ugh. forward into the crowd where they could catch him. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna." And the l- thing is, go away from this. The situation. fucking the fucking security is not stopping people from fucking stage diving. Anyway. Well, they sent them off. They sent security off. They're like, I know. "Go away." Well, what? But they they weren't stopping them from that anyway. Like. In in Europe, that's they don't really stop you from stage diving. They're fine with it. They're just well, not making sure shit doesn't get too crazy. Were they actually stopping them? They well, they, when when the security was there, they wouldn't let them c- cross the barrier. All right. to get to the stage. Okay, you know, like Punk Rock Holiday, they had a secondary stage for people to dive off of that yeah, was okay. separate from the main stage. Um, so that that the, and in some places it was pretty encouraged. Yeah. But in this one, they stopped everybody except for that one band who right. sent people off. So because well. nobody got up on stage for your set. Except for the girl who sang heart shaped guitar. That's right. So all right. <laughs> uh, and then the the long drive to Italy. <laughs> yeah, the long drive to Italy, which was totally fucking worth it. Yeah, I mean, we, you go over the Alps. Oh yeah. Uh, the San Bernardino 
pass. Yeah. It was just gorgeous and beautiful. And then we pulled into Italy. We had we had a day off, right? Yeah, we had a day off. and uh, But we hustled our we, asses all the way to Como. Yeah, Lake Como, um, which actually the part we were in was Lecco. Lecco. Um, and that's where we met a great hosts, um, Alessandro and Stefano. Yeah. Or Stefano. Stefano, I probably. Whatever. I don't, you're, you're more, you know more about Italian than me. <laughs> oh, yeah, that hey, place. Italian. All right. Um, uh, I would, I they, would imagine Stefano and Alessandro. Yeah. And their, their restaurant, uh, Grana Zero Lecco, I think it's just Grana Zero. Zero. Yeah. Grana Zero in yeah, Lecco. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Holy fucking shit. So these guys, uh, apparently this is a <sighs> thing they do where they hit up bands and uh, they basically are like, hey, we want to cook for you. We like punk rock and uh, we own this restaurant. Come, come by. And uh, they had actually hit us up uh, a year or two ago and were like, uh, we want to cook for you, and I don't. I think we responded. I'm not really sure, um, but it was like, okay, I don't really know when we're gonna be there, but that's a nice thought. Thank you. And then we kind of forgot about it, but then they were friends with Tom again, so he hooked it up and was basically like, hey, we gotta go. You, you gotta go to this restaurant. These guys aren't just fucking around. They really are gonna like impress us and everything, and it's basically on the way anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we we fucking gunned it down there and had a real nice time at the beach. Went swimming mm-hmm. and uh, oh, bet if you ever if you're ever in, in that area, Lake Como area, you it's gotta just, go to Lecco. You, you gotta go get in the water, go swimming. Yeah, uh, and then check out Grana Zero. Grana Zero, their food is amazing. Oh my god, did they give us a spread? I mean, they they definitely gave us a better treat than most people are gonna get because they were actually closed. Yeah. But still, like just the the fact that like the the way they make their food, like that that mozzarella, mm. I can't remember what it was actually called, but it was like a special kind where it was like, oh yeah, when it's not done, yeah, yeah, um, um, fuck, why did you do that? I don't know. You, you you said the name and you made me forget the name. Oh shit! How is this possible? That's one of my favorite fucking things. Yeah, it's like uh, fucking. You know, it's it on the outside. It just looks like super oh nice God. fresh mozzarella, and on the inside, it's like I don't know. It almost looks like ricotta or something on the inside, and it's just like you cut it open and just all like melts out, and it's like oh my God, it's so good. And you put it on some toast with some like uh, some of those to- t- tomatoes that they've been marinating and stuff, and it's like this delicious fucking uh, bruschetta, or whatever. Burrata. God damn it. Yeah. Burrata, yeah. Yeah, so burrata is it's undercured uh, mozzarella. So when you make mozzarella, right. you pull it like taffy. Oh, okay. And that's how it gets that tension yeah. and it makes the ball. So this is just the ball and then they pull it a couple times to get the outside and then they just leave it creamy on the inside. Oh, it was amazing. Oh, man, burrata is one of my favorite things. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe I gapped on the name for, <laughs> for a minute. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they it, they had a huge antipasti spread where they brought us out like cold cuts um, and like a fumicata with a prosciutto and, and the burrata and like melon and cheeses. They brought the gorgonzola with the uh, honey mustard apple. Oh, that's right. Dip. Which is totally actually a thing that you can get in 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 Germany, like it's it's a thing that I've had with other people here mm-hmm. that they like to do. So apple mustard, or yeah, something yeah, like. apple honey mustard, yeah. Uh, but then pasta on the gorgonzola and, specifically. Uh, oh yeah, God, and then the pasta, so yeah, and then the fucking uh, what 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 was it? The dessert tiramisu, tiramisu, yeah. yeah. 
delicious <laughs> and just giving us tons of like the lambrusco and the yeah we drank a shit night. ton of lambrusco that was mm-hmm. great one of my favorite red wines honestly lambrusco yeah. i don't know uh, i knew i do know where it comes from why i like it so much but uh it's a story for another episode all right uh we should drink some yeah, we should. I got some. Oh, I can't I brought drink it right a bunch. No, oh, no, no. In the future. In the future, sure. And then I'll explain the. I wish I would have got some. I'm kicking myself for not picking some up now. <laughs> I was all about the like regular, like not carbonated wines. Right. But that stuff um, is real good. So big shout out to those guys at Gran Zero for just an amazing hospitality. That was fucking lovely. Yeah. And then we went to Remini. Yeah, for Bayfest, last show of the tour. For Bayfest, the yeah. last show of the tour. And man, could it have been any more ready to be done than, yeah. than that fucking festival? Oh, yeah. <laughs> First off, it was about 40 degrees Celsius and about 80% humidity. So it was That's like right. it was like working in it was just, soup. In, yeah, you were just we were Ugh. part of the soup. Everyone was pieces of little like Little uh, minestrones, cut up, cut up, yeah, minestrones and like, well, it's like a meat soup. We're all in it. Yeah, all it pieces of meat in a soup. Really horrendously hot and humid. Yeah, and dusty. So the dust in the air was just was sticking disgusting. to you. Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> I think the joke that I made was uh, I took a picture of the grounds. It was all just covered with dust, and I sent it to the group chat, and I was like, look, it's their worst ignitemare. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. You like that one? Yeah. But um, the crowd was great. It crowd was a fun was great. show. People were rad. It was a hard show because it was so fucking hot, but uh, it was it was really, really, really great. But man, you want to talk about reinforcing the Italian stereotypes of disorganization. Yeah. Yeah. Because that festival was very disorganized. Incredibly disorganized. Couldn't find the entrance. Nobody knew how to find the entrance. Nobody knew who was in charge until we finally met the dude who was in charge, and then everything kind of was fine. Like, yeah. he took real good care Pretty of us. Good. Um the shitty thing is uh, that that I had for that festival was that catering seemed really fucking good. Yeah, it was good. Um, but did I you not eat some? I couldn't fucking eat. It was too hot. And too hot. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I went in uh, way later. Yeah. And made myself a box of food from that catering. Yeah. And then just put it in the in the green room fridge. So did I, but I just I, all night I couldn't eat. I couldn't eat. I, I drank a shit ton of wine though. Yeah. And then that led to other things that happened later. But uh, anyway, <laughs> Dude, what, what are we going to talk about? How? how... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was loads of fun. It led to me helping Tom clean the van the next day. <laughs> That's all I'll say about that. You attempted to clean it that night. <laughs> yeah, probably. just in a very um, uh, interesting and unique fashion. Yeah, that's right. You thought, uh, yeah, uh, I don't want to blow up your, I don't want to blow your cover green. Uh, <laughs> we went swimming. That's right. We went, we swam out to the breaker uh, in the Adriatic Sea. That yeah, was super that was cool. Real nice. I got stung by a jellyfish. You did. So did Tom. Yeah, I was. I thought Tom was making it up. Yeah. Until I, I thought he was in. just trying to scare me. I. It was. I, I was like, nah, come on. We're way up north in the Adriatic. There's no jellyfish up here. That shit's not like further south. The water was fucking warm as hell. So it was really warm, and it was kind of dirty. Tell me anything's down there, and, and I'll uh, believe it. He he was like, ah, shit, I think a jellyfish stung me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, come on. There's no jellyfish around here. Mm-hmm. And then my drunk, half-drunk ass slipped on the rocks and kind of fell on my ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And then got back in the water to swim the distance back to the shore, and I took about three pumps, and it that it just felt like a broom. 
like a mop or a broom drag across the back of my leg and, yeah. and man it started burning and stinging and i was like holy shit there are fucking jellyfish here this sucks yeah i'm glad it wasn't worse than that though man just a little bit of a little bit of a, a shock to the system yeah i didn't get it yeah it was all good it's good i almost asked you to pee on my leg oh i would have yeah i, I know it. you would have done yeah. it i know I like you would have stuff <laughs> it was real good but then we headed back from Italy. We dropped the kids off at the pool. Yeah, that's right. At, at Milan. What we mean by that is we dropped the pieces of shit off in the, in the, in Milan. <laughs> you said it, not me. Yeah. And then you and I and Tom did the longest haul of the tour. Yeah. Uh, just the three of us to bring the van back here to Leipzig. Yeah. And Man. we fucking made good time. We We did a whole like... What, seven hours without stopping? Seven hours nonstop between pee breaks. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. Like, we didn't even pee in bottles or nothing. We were just like... Held it. Fuck it. Let's go. We had a nice truck stop dinner. Yeah, it was good. Some schnitzel. Yeah. Had a Jaeger schnitzel with some mushroom sauce. That's right. Mm, kind of want that right now. I know. I'm hungry. Mm, I'm getting hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry too. Let's Why fucking don't we wrap, wrap this, this shit up. up. Yeah. That was the whole tour. I I will personally say to you, Green, and to all the rest of the uh, Mass Intruder crew, I hope you guys are, are listening. I hope you enjoyed our retelling of the story. Had some laughs along with us as your memory kicked in. Yeah. Uh, but I personally will say thank you. It was a, a pleasure and an honor that you would take me along on the oh, road. yeah. Uh, and a glorious experience. I think some good art got made. I know some great pictures got uh, taken. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to start leaking those out uh, on my pages. And obviously, you'll see them on the Mass Intruder pages and stuff like that in the near future. Right. Um, but it was an honor and a pleasure to be invited along. It was, I, a, it was a pleasure a having you. And uh, yeah, I hope we can do it again sometime. Me too. Me too. But you guys uh, are headed out now on the next tour in the United States. Yeah. You sound so excited. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I'm real excited to go see the United States again where I haven't seen that before. Uh, <laughs> no, I am excited, actually. It's going to be great. Um, you know, I always, when it's this close between tours, um, it's always kind of like, really, I got to think about another tour already. But once we get in the van and we start playing shows and we start remembering like, oh, yeah, we're going to this city where these people are. and Oh, oh yeah, I remember this city is like one of our favorites. Uh, yeah, it, it's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun and, uh, we're going to have a good time. It's just a little, uh, you know, I'm a little exhausted right now. Yeah. So it's been a some... long run, but it's been a good time. Exactly. Cool. Well, mastintruder.com for tour dates to, to find the band out on the run. On That's right. The U.S. Uh, if you want to check in with me, I'll take a shot at that. You can do it on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at shot at that, or just add slash shot at that to the URL to find the pages directly. You can go to shot at that.com or take a shot at that.com or I'll take a shot at that.com. All of them go to the same place, by the way, oh, yeah. uh, to find archived episodes of the show, uh, contact information, etc., etc. And if you want to become a patron you can go to patreon.com slash shot at that to personally support the show today for as little as one dollar or euro a month and you can hit me up i'm intruder green on, on everything including patreon.com slash intruder green and if you want to call into you know maybe have your voice heard on a podcast or just tell me what you think about the podcast you can uh call me at one six oh eight Five three five nine six zero eight. I believe the next episode of I'll Take a Shot at That is going to be the Desert Island Punks uh, episode, Desert Island Drunks, recorded live from Punk Rock Holiday in Slovenia. So tune in next week for that.
Oh, thanks, yeah. Thanks very much, everybody, for, for listening and supporting the show. Oh, yeah. We'll catch you next time. And that's it for the Intro to Green podcast. Intro to Green podcast is produced by Colin Bennett, hair and makeup by Genevieve Smith, set design by Dylan Rama, catering by Matthew Hendershot, lighting by Squeak Lights, Rahway, New Jersey. Our theme song is Particles by Typhros. I need my mommy to do my laundry. <laughs> <laughs>